I got a notice today from Google, Google One, the subscription, which I was subscribed to, for a dollar ninety-nine a month to get a hundred gigabytes of storage with them, and I was bi- I was due to get billed again tomorrow, and I was thinking to myself, why am I paying that one dollar and ninety-nine cents every month for the last God knows how long? And I was looking at it, they give me a hundred gigabytes of storage, and I'm using 23 of it. And then I was looking, how much gigabytes do they give you for free? And I saw it was 15. And I'm thinking, 23 gigabytes, that's a lot. What do I even have in there? And I started looking, and I saw I got about six gigabytes just in emails. <laughs> I had over 15,000 emails throughout the years that I had to delete. Just old stuff from back in the day, things that are irrelevant. And then I went to the photos and I had another, I don't know how many gigabytes that I had to delete of just old stuff, things that doesn't matter, videos, photos, old memories that are not memories at all. And it got me thinking, you know, I'm paying to carry all this extra unnecessary baggage that I don't even need in my life. Not only I carry it, but I'm paying Google to carry it for me. And isn't that what we all do? We walk in life carrying so much baggage, so much unnecessary stuff. And not just we carry it, we pay in order to carry it. We get storage units. Why on earth would you need a storage unit? If you do not have room for that, get rid of it. Did Yeshua not say, do not gather up treasures on this earth? Why do we carry so much stuff? It is so unnecessary. Why do you need to have so many different sets of clothes? I have, I don't know, four or five shirts maybe. That's it. I have some shirts for pyjama shirts, you know, those cheap white shirts from Target. That's my pyjama. I wear a shirt and every three, four days, I put it in the laundry and get another. By the time I go through three shirts, I do another set of laundry. Why do you need so many different sets of clothes? Who are you trying to impress? It is ridiculous. So many of everything, so many sets of silverware. So many sets of glasses, so many sets of wine bottles, so many CDs, so many of everything. You carry all this unnecessary baggage. Why? Life is hard enough as it is. Why carry so much stuff, all these old memories, old photos? It is bad for you. And not only you carry it, you pay for it. Do you, do you understand how duped you are? They, they fooled you. They got you good. You fell for their evil schemes. They realized, oh, people, people would pay for this. People love gazing up upon their old wickedness. Why would you even look back? I thought the goal was to push on forward, to keep going towards the mark, towards holiness. Why would you want to look back on how you were Five years ago, ten years ago. Now, if you have some baby photos, fine. Keep five baby photos and move on. 
you don't need to have all these unnecessary memories from the, that party and this party and this gathering and that wedding. Why? Get rid of it. Let it go. The wedding is over. They're probably divorced by now. Anyway, why keep the wedding photos? It is unnecessary. You're only making yourself, you're only making your life harder on yourself. But besides, can you imagine if God charged you every time you wanted to get some extra storage space in your brain? <laughs> you get to a certain point when you know so much and God says, Error, error, maximum capacity have achieved, insert coin for more storage. And he would charge you more, whatever it is that he would charge you, more soul, more life, more tithe, more offering, whatever, just so you can keep on learning, keep on growing. Wouldn't that be something? Yet God doesn't do that. Google does, because Google is evil. Google is not your friend. I know everybody say, Google this, Google that. Oh, just Google it. I know everybody go on Google Maps and get directions and life from Google. See, you would not go to the Torah, you would not go to God, your creator, and ask him for directions, but you should go to Google. Google Maps, how do I get to XYZ? Well, turn left in 50 meters, turn right in 200 yards, right? You all take directions from Google and Apple and Waze who do not even know where they're sending you, but you do not take directions from the one who created you and know everything about you, knows what's good for you and what's bad for you. Why is it that you always listen to the people who lie to you, but you never listen to the ones who tell you the truth? There's something terribly wrong with you. And the worst part is, you are unreasonable and you do not listen. And what can you do with someone who do not listen, but take him outside to the city square and stone him? The Torah says, if you have a rebellious child, he does not listen, he goes out getting drunk. Well, what else can you do? He's not going to listen. He's not going to obey. He's not going to keep the laws. He's already dead. He's going to die in his sins. So might as well just kill him now. Really, it's a mercy kill. You know, people say, how can the Torah say stone your own child? Well, listen. If he listened, there would be something that you could have done. But when people don't listen, it's only going to end up one way. He is going to commit more sins. He is going to collect more charges against him. He is going to drag other people behind him and cause them to stumble and sin and make his troubles exponentially worse. So you might as well just kill him now. Just get him out of the way. Get rid of him. If we did that, think of how much better we would have been today. If we actually got rid of every rebellious child that does not keep the Torah, does not listen to his parents. That's the worst part. You can be rebellious, but if you listen, we can reason together. We can help you. But you do not listen. Well, what can I do with someone who doesn't listen? I can preach, but the words... It goes in from one ear, out from the other. I'm telling you to get rid of all that extra luggage, extra baggage in your life. Focus on God. Focus on your spiritual wealth. Focus on your growing and your character development. Focus on learning how to love. Learning how to pursue righteousness, justice, peace, grace, mercy. Pursue the characteristics, the likeness of God. 
but you do not listen. So what else is there to do but cast judgment upon you? God does not enjoy the death of the wicked, but what else is he going to do? He's a just God. He can't just keep you go on like this. You do not listen. You are a rebellious child. And the only thing he can do is put you out of your misery before you make things worse. And yet, yet, God is the only one that is truly good. You have no reason to hate him, and you do. While we are wicked, and God has every reason to hate us, and he doesn't. See, God loves you. He wants you to stop sinning. He wants you to be righteous, but you don't listen. So what else is he going to do? He doesn't hate you. He hates your wickedness. But you, on the other hand, wicked and hateful, and you hate God, who is the only good thing. You have no reason to hate God, and you do. God has every reason to hate us, and he doesn't. You see the difference here? And yet you blame God. How can God do something like this? God? Well, he didn't do it. You did. You did it to yourself. I've never seen the righteous receive judgment and destruction from God. They might be, you know, a martyr, Martin Luther King, right? All the prophets. That, that happens, but we're never going to receive judgment from God. Because he looks after the righteous. And for a righteous to die, it's gain, really. I mean, Stephen keeps talking about it. You know, he can't wait to go home. I was like, yeah, when you're a servant of the Lord, death is a blessing. Because this phase, the worst phase of your life, is finally over. The phase in this nasty, evil, wicked world. This world is disgusting. How can you love a place like this? It is evil. Everywhere you go, just wicked. People who call evil good and good evil. When you tell them no sex before marriage, they throw rocks at you, they cuss you out. But when you tell them gay sex, gay parade, homosexual marriages, they clap, they, they scream, they, they are happy, they laugh, they raise you up and, and vote for you to be president. How evil you people are. No morals. No justice. Nothing good. Nothing good. It's just evil. Evil upon evil upon evil. And the worst part is, you don't listen. You know, I could be preaching for three hours, but the truth is, I'm only preaching to myself, really, what you say, preaching to the choir, because those who hear this already heard it, and those who do not hear this will not hear it later. <laughs> but the choice is yours. You have the choice. And the truth is, you have already decided, whether you know it or not. Eh, you've already decided. And honestly, I don't feel sorry for you, because it's your choice. I feel sorry for people who do not choose. People who have conditions that they cannot understand what they're doing. And yet God has mercy on them. God knows. He tests the heart. You know, serial killers will get a lot of grace if they have a condition. You know, while people like you, who do not have a mental condition, you are just straight up rebellious, will get no mercy. So I don't feel sorry for you. You know what I do feel for you? 
Bye bye now.
God has had enough. God has had enough. God has had enough. Some folks would rather have houses and land. Some folks choose silver and gold. These things they treasure and forget about their souls. I've decided to make Jesus my choice. You know the road is rough, and the going gets tough, and the hills are Hard to climb I started out A long time ago And there is no doubt In my mind I've decided To make Jesus My choice started out a long time ago and there is no doubt in my mind I've decided to make Jesus my choice I've decided to make Jesus my
I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back The world behind me The cross before me The world behind me The cross before me The world behind me The cross before me no turning back No, no turning back Now I know that Many don't make that decision And well, God does leave it up to you to decide And I can't Can't make you decide what I decide But as for me and my house we're going to serve the Lord. See, I've decided a long time ago there'll be no turning back. No turning back. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back, no, no, no turning back. Will you decide now to follow Jesus? Will you decide now? To follow Jesus Will you decide now To follow Jesus No turning back No, no, no turning back No turning back No turning back, no turning back.